Today's episode is sponsored by the American Chemistry Council. Chemistry creates, America competes. Mr. President, Mr. Secretary General, my fellow delegates, to all those who dedicate themselves to this noble mission of this institution, it's my honor to speak to you for the first time as President of the United States. On Tuesday, President Biden stood before the U.N. General Assembly to send a clear message. As we look ahead, we will lead. We will lead on all the greatest challenges of our time, from COVID to climate. But after his speech ended and as he walked through the building, the president faced questions about something else. Questions about an issue driving politics right now on both sides of the aisle. Mr. President, what's your reaction to the images from the southern border? The southern border. The Department of Homeland Security is ramping up efforts to deport migrants that have gathered along the southern border. But some of the methods for removing the asylum seekers are raising concerns after new video emerged showing Border Patrol agents on horseback rounding up those migrants. We need the administration, Secretary Mayorkas, the vice president and the president to call this what it is. This is a crisis. I'm Jeremy Siegel. This is Politico Dispatch. And today... After months of facing thousands of of migrants arriving at the border and Republicans hammering the administration, Biden is now facing the reality that Democrats as well are critical of his strategy so far. Sabrina Rodriguez on the bipartisan blowback Biden's getting at the border. In the past few days, we've been seeing thousands of migrants, mostly Haitian, coming to the border, and specifically one area of Texas called Del Rio, Texas. It's a town that's about 35,000 population, and right at the border, so right across the Rio Grande, where there's an international bridge entering into Del Rio, there's been migrants arriving, um, and we're talking about thousands. We're talking about, you know, about 14,000 we've seen estimates, and it just increased every day, getting lots of lots of headlines and dominating cable news segments this week. Beneath this border bridge in Del Rio, Texas, a group of migrants grows by the hour. New questions about the response by authorities. As images surface of Border Patrol agents on horseback, appearing to use their horses' reins like whips to turn migrants back to Mexico. The agency calling the use of horses a tool to keep agents safe. The White House denouncing it. The reality is nobody is happy with the Biden administration right now and the way that they are handling the situation. So progressives are fuming because the Biden administration's response to these thousands of migrants at the border is to deport them. Right now, I'm told there are four flights scheduled to deport these asylum seekers back to a country that cannot receive them. Such a decision defies common sense. It also defies common decency and what America is all about. The root of why they're able to do this right now is because they're still using a Trump-era public health order known as Title 42 to kick out migrants without allowing them to seek asylum. The, the justification they try and give is because of the pandemic and, and controlling the spread of COVID is kind of the, the justification for it. But people say there's plenty of ways to welcome migrants and, you know, worry about the spread of COVID and contain it and such without having to to send them back and without having to send them back without the legal right of seeking asylum. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas warning that immigrants are not 
allowed to enter the country as the Biden administration works to deport thousands of Haitian refugees who have camped out under a bridge. Right now, they're conducting multiple deportation flights a day, sending many of these migrants back to Haiti. And interesting fact of, of the group of migrants that are currently at the border, many of them have not lived in Haiti for years. They actually had settled after the 2010 earthquake. They had settled in other countries like Brazil, like Chile, uh, like Ecuador. So sending them back, it's not just sending them back to a country that is in devastation after the assassination of its president um, and, and a recent earthquake, but it's sending it to a country that these people don't live in anymore. Um, so there's been a lot of frustration around that for progressives. And then we have moderate Democrats that say the administration hasn't taken immigration seriously enough, hasn't worried about the border enough, needs to be worrying, you know, needs to be doing more enforcement. And Republicans that have capitalized on all of this and the scenes at the border to, to talk about this as a Biden border crisis and, you know, blame him and say that Democrats are, are promoting an open border policy. So he really is getting criticized on on all ends. Uh, the Biden administration refuses to even pretend as though there is a crisis. And as your viewers have seen for months now, there is chaos down there, especially in the Del Rio sector. Um, are there varying truths to, to different pieces of it? Yes. Um, but but the reality is that the strategy is not working, um, that the, the current strategy that the Biden administration is employing is not working. So Biden's taking heat on all ends over this situation, and he's fielding questions about it. I mean, when he was leaving his uh, U.N. speech on Tuesday, he has reporters asking about the situation, and he said that the administration will get it under control. Get it under control or you have it under control. We will get it under control. Um, but you have a story looking at how a lot of this migration has like deep-rooted issues behind it, and it doesn't seem like this is a problem that, that can just go away quickly, that you can really like get under control quickly. Can you tell me a little bit about why that is and what's really behind this situation? Yeah. So, you know, we've seen extremely high numbers of migrants arriving at the U.S.-Mexico border this year. And it's not just from the traditional countries that you hear about when you hear about asylum seekers at the border. It's not just Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, and Mexico. Um, we're talking about migrants from as far as Brazil, from as far as Ecuador, that are making the trek to the border. And it's because of different crises that's going on in the region. Um, the reality is that when we're talking about what's happening at the U.S.-Mexico border, that's a symptom of a much larger problem. And it's a symptom of crises in, in these different countries. Um, there's varying reasons. You know, Latin America has been ravaged by the coronavirus pandemic, um, now is dealing still with the pandemic, but on top of that, with an economic crisis. Um, we're talking about different political turmoil in countries. We saw, you know, just a couple months ago, we saw the protests in Cuba. We've seen in Nicaragua a lot of repression um, ahead of a, an election coming up. So it's it's a combination of all these things. So it's not as simple as saying, oh, OK, we're going to crack down on the border or saying, oh, we're going to address issues in Mexico and Guatemala uh, because there's all these other countries to factor in. And, and Haiti being the perfect example with everything that has happened there this past year. 
So this is a complicated situation that isn't going to go away quickly, given some of the, you know, longstanding issues in countries where people are, are coming from trying to migrate to the U.S. and seek asylum in the U.S. from. You and I have talked before, and I'm sure we'll talk again, about how immigration, migration, what's going on at the border has become an issue that Republicans will almost certainly lean into ahead of the 2022 midterms, probably the next presidential election. How much do you think this could cost Biden and Democrats more broadly? It could cost them their their majorities come 2022. Um, some Democrats will try and downplay it and say, you know, elections haven't necessarily been decided on immigration, which is true. Um, when When we look at the issues that that factor into ultimately why voters will choose a candidate and why a candidate wins, it's not necessarily immigration at the top of the list. However, something else that that Democrats are privately acknowledging is if it looks like Biden doesn't have control over the situation, if it looks like Democrats don't know what they're doing on immigration, that can be a problem for them. And we're seeing it in polling already. Um, You know, there was a recent Politico morning consult poll that showed that registered voters actually trust Republicans in Congress more than Democrats uh, to handle immigration. That was surprising. And, you know, only 38 percent of American adults right now approve of Biden's handling of immigration. That's about just one third of the U.S. that that is supporting that. Um, You know, a lot of Democrats that I spoke to this week are just frustrated because they think Biden needs to do a better job of explaining what he's doing and what his vision is on immigration. And if he can explain a clear vision to the American people, um, that could go a long way because right now they feel that Republicans are winning on the messaging side of things. Is there a quick fix to the thousands of people arriving at the border or the different crises that's going on in the region? No, there isn't. There's no way that they're going to solve that overnight or in a month or even in a year. But... If they can explain very well what they're doing and get people on board with that, that could go a long way. Sabrina Rodriguez, thanks so much for talking with me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Also today, the House Select Panel investigating the January 6th insurrection is preparing to issue immediate subpoenas to witnesses that the panel expects to resist cooperation. That's according to Representative Adam Schiff, who spoke to reporters on Tuesday. The move marks a sharp break from previous practices in recent House investigations, including the impeachment of Donald Trump that Schiff led in 2019, when committees gave potential witnesses weeks to voluntarily comply before issuing subpoenas. Schiff said the change is an acknowledgement of the short timeline that the January 6th panel faces to try to unearth details about the Trump White House's role in the Capitol attack and the former president's attempts to subvert the 2020 election results. And the Justice Department and six states plus Washington, D.C. are suing to block a joint venture between American Airlines and JetBlue. The antitrust suit filed in Massachusetts federal court called the partnership, quote, an unprecedented and anti-competitive pact that would lead to consumers paying hundreds of millions more in airfare. In separate statements to Politico, American and JetBlue argued that the alliance would increase competition in the Northeast Corridor 
bringing with it more flight choices and better service on both international and domestic flights. Today's episode of Politico Dispatch included music composed by Breakmaster Cylinder. And hey, have you heard the news? Our audio team wants to hear from you. Fill out our survey. Please, 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 please go to politico.com slash pod survey or find a link to it in our show notes. I'm Jeremy Siegel. Thanks for listening.